Good morning. It is Tuesday, October the 10th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today with consecration. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, The Two Favorite Words of Jesus. Our text is Acts chapter 9, verses 10 through 19. Hear now the word of the Lord. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem, and he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord, Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples. In Damascus. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Have you come to realize Jesus has people everywhere and he is guiding and orchestrating them all into a plot line of unimaginable proportions? So yesterday, Jesus intervenes in the life of his most hostile opponent and gives him marching orders. Today, he speaks into the life of one of his ready disciples, Ananias, with a Holy Spirit assignment. Ananias resists, 
the Holy Spirit persists, Jesus prevails. The plan moves forward. This is how God accomplishes his will through people. God is not a puppeteer, but he is an amazing stage director. Puppets have no will of their own. Their movements are never left to chance. Actors, on the other hand, must learn a script. They must be trained in the art form. They can take cues or reject them. An actor can heed the director's command or do something completely different. The best actors become so immersed in the script and trained in the mind of the director, they can improvise in the moment to affect an outcome never before seen, but only imagined in the heart of the director. Some think of the sovereignty of God as though God were a divine puppeteer. There is no effect God does not cause, no outcome he did not predestine. People, like puppets, have no free will. Some of the smartest theologians in the room believe this. I do not claim to be among them, either in intelligence or in this belief. I think of the sovereignty of God as though God were a divine stage director. There are infinite effects from manifold causes, thousands of possible outcomes, not predetermined, yet neither unforeseen. He has complete control over every aspect of the production, but he chooses to work with actors who have a mind and will of their own. He expects the cast to know the script or scripture by heart and to intuit his mind from hours and hours of practice through the gift of the Spirit. God's chief desire is willful obedience inspired by holy love. Yet his will cannot be thwarted, even by total insurrection and the most heinous rebellion. The amazing thing about God as sovereign stage director is he is directing billions of different stages all at once and as though they were in one great theater. No matter what forgotten lines or errant improvisations or outright deviations from the script, one thing is for certain, the outcome. Revelation 11, 5, 15. The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. I think my favorite part of today's story text is how Ananias responded to the Lord's prompting. Two words. Yes, Lord, he answered. Practice speaking those words. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. They hold the key to humble trust. They carry the essence of preemptive obedience. They are the calling card of the ready disciple. Yes, Lord. The answer is always and ever, yes, Lord.
the prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. I receive your readiness and release my resistance. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. And the question, have you awakened to the fact that you are a Holy Spirit actor on this massive stage of the kingdom of God breaking into world history? How might you become a better trained actor? Are you understanding the critical significance of attentiveness and obedience? Well, for our hymn today, we're going to sing a familiar one. It goes all the way back to 1758, before America. The author was Robert Robinson. This is number 37 in our hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Come thou fount of every blessing, number 37. Come thou fount of every blessing. Three, seven, thirty-seven. Let's sing all three verses. Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet, Sung by flaming tongues above, praise the mount I'm fixed upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I'm come, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God. He to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. O oh, to grace how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness like a fetter, Bind my wandering heart to thee. 
Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Amen. That is hard to beat that hymn. Come that fount of every blessing. I uh, can hear you out there singing it, and it sounds good. Well, gang, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. Tacos. It's Taco Tuesday. I'm hoping there's some tacos in my future today. We're into a new week. We're in the headed into the stretch run of 2023. That's hard to believe. But uh, this reflection today, this text, you know, have you thought about the fact that Jesus is and desires to orchestrate your life? He has a, a plan. He has a will. He sees you in particular, and he wants you in the on the stage. He wants you playing a part. And sometimes it'll be a bit part. Other times it might be a lead part. But that's, I love this text and how, you know, he's he's got Saul coming down the road to Damascus and he knocks him off the horse. And, and then he reaches out to Ananias and he says, Ananias, I, I need this. It's your turn. It's your part. It's just, this is your part in the story. And you're going to go over to a guy named Judas's house on Straight Street. I mean, don't you love the particularity? We're in a real place, Damascus. We're dealing with real people, Judas and Ananias and, and Saul and it gets down to a street address, the house of Judas on Straight Street. And I just want us to understand that this very story is continuing to play out on your street and on my street and in my town and your town. And it's just so easy to not be dialed in and to be about some other story. Uh, but every morning, that's why we wake up and meet together here. That's why we enter into consecration every day, so that today we might play our part. And the way to get really prepared and ready for your part is by studying the script, learning the script. And of course, the script are the scriptures. That's what we're doing every day. But, you know, I, I want to encourage you to pick up texts for long hauls. I've been really working on Psalm 139. I've been working on this now for over a year. There's texts that I've been working on for 20 years and 10 years. And 
I mean, there's no substitute for this. Just reading them, dwelling on them, meditating on them, rememberizing them, rehearsing them, researching them. That's that's what we're trying to be about. We're Psalm 139, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know, and I've over time I've learned this thing. Golly, it's just it's it's drilling a well in my soul. And it's bringing up all kinds of water and it's showing me things about myself I didn't know for good and for not so good. And bringing me the kindness of Jesus is bringing me to places of repentance, which are realignments of my inmost being. And uh, because guys, I've said this before, my mom always had this magnet on the refrigerator growing up. And I always remembered it said, this is not a dress rehearsal. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is the real play. This is the real story. This is the real stage. And these are our real lives. And let's just forget what's past. Let's, let's pick up today and press on to take hold of that, of the prize for which he has taken hold of us. This is our moment. This is our opportunity. This is our act, our scene. So I'm happy to be on the stage with you. And, um, you know, I'm certainly not the director. That's Jesus is the, he's the director. I like to think this through to get down into the, you know, producer, executive producer. I, I probably won't push the analogy that far, but. I'm a stage hand, and occasionally I play a part, but uh, it's a privilege to get to do it with you. So let's close it out. Let's leave it right there today on October the 10th, 10-10 of 23, and let's get our seed together. Let's breathe in the Holy Spirit, and let's get out there and start sowing. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.com.